You're listening to the Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca, your digital home for online gaming excitement, including casino, live dealer, lottery instance, and sport betting. Sign up today at PlayAlberta.ca. The Oil Kings, Kurt, how you doing? Good, Jason. How are you? I am. Uh, I am excellent. Um, you know what? Uh, you wanted your team to improve this year. It got derailed a little bit early because of so many injuries to the defense, which obviously you can't. Uh, there's not much you can do as as a GM at that point, but. Uh, how, how pleased are you with how your team, how competitive they've been down the stretch? Yeah, you know, it's been, I think since December, I was looking at it um, the other day, where we're a game under 500 since the start of December. So, I mean, really since that point, we've, we've played 500 hockey. And even in there, we've had a couple stretches where we've we've had some really good stretches when we were out in BC. And obviously the stretch here as of late um, was really good. We had a tough start to the month in February, but um you know, I think for the most part, it's been pretty pretty consistent, and I've liked some of the steps. You know, a lot of our younger players have taken, and a lot of and just our overall team game where that's come. You look at your team now, and you feel confident saying, "Okay, next year, like we're we should be a legit push for the playoff team." Yeah, I, I yeah, I'm really confident in that area. You know, I think obviously. Um, we still have 10 games left this year to, to, to finish off strong. And, um, you know, I, I really liked what a lot of our prospects have brought when we've called them up, especially, you know, some of those, some of the forwards, uh, you know, the Ginlows of the world, Powell, too good, you know, some guys that are, are likely going to be, be joining our lineup next season. And, you know, just even going through the depth chart, it's, um, you know, it's going to be a lot deeper of a group and, and there's still the opportunity, obviously, to to make some moves that maybe potentially improve your team over the off season as well. But uh, really, think we're trending in that direction. Yeah. So when you say you know moves like that in the off season, would you be willing to give up draft picks for that, or what, like what what what's kind of the tea leaves? What are you reading in that regard? Yeah, it's one of the things over the last couple of years we've done is we've accumulated a lot of draft picks. So you know, I'm a I'm a big believer of yeah, you need the picks, but there's also comes a point where you can have too many of them, and yeah. you know. I certainly do think we probably not as much this year. I mean, I think we're in the perfect spot for for the draft this year and what we have available. But uh, we have a ton of draft capital for for next year and the year after. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, if you make all those picks, I think you just end up handcuffing yourself, losing guys or not having enough spots for them to really play within your organization. So it's, you know, I don't I don't see us just sitting on all those picks. I'm sure at some point we'll utilize some of them to to improve the club. Kurt Hill joins us, uh, general manager of the uh, of the Oil Kings. So you mentioned like the final ten games. How much evaluation? Like, are, are you? Do you have the whiteboard and you see some guys who get called up? They get a few games here, and, and do you already start thinking, okay, these are the pieces. You know what? I really going to need another veteran defenseman, for instance, or I really need a big center iceman. Like, is that kind of what you look for in the final ten games? Yeah, well, it's, especially lately. I mean, we've had some injuries up front, so we've had an opportunity to bring up a lot of the. You know, a lot of our 16-year-olds and some of the 15-year-olds who are playing down. And, I mean, it gives you a pretty good indication with where those players are at or at least some areas of their game you can okay. you can really go at them on and focus on in the summer. But, yeah, again, I've like any team, it's, these guys are being evaluated all the time. And, you know, there's some guys that these last 10 games, it's, it's essentially an evaluation to see, you know, if they're, if they're going to continue to be a piece of a part of the organization in the future or, or, you know, if we think we need to make upgrades in certain areas. Uh, you talked about 
how you, you acquired all these draft picks so you could make some moves. And one of those big moves during the season was bringing in uh, from Seattle, Grayson Sachin. And, and since he's come in, you know, he's been, I think, everything you'd want, right? He's an over, he's got 49 points in 44 games. He's clearly a guy you look at even next year, Kurt. I would think that's, it's going to be somebody that runs your offense and somebody you expect to be an 80 plus point player, maybe. Yeah, I certainly, certainly does. He's a, he's a true, you know, number one center in this league. And we knew that we really felt that when we made that, that deal. And that's, again, I know it was a lot of capital we gave up, but to get a guy like that, where we knew we were getting him for the rest of this season and next season, um, you know, it was a no brainer for us. And, you know, I, I really think, um, Podnet's games come a long way when he's, you know, you add a player like that to your lineup to help out. And Jekyll's been playing oh. really solid to have, to have him with when you have those younger guys and you can integrate them together for almost two full seasons. I mean, I think that'll really pay dividends as we, you know, we get to the, the second half of next year and moving forward. You mentioned Jekyll. He's only 17 years of age, 6'5, 200 plus pounds. Uh, he doesn't turn 18, I think, until later in March. Um, you know, he has he has he been better? than what you expected this year? I think overall, he ha- yes, he has been, especially early on. Like, he transitioned really quick to the league. Um, you know, and I was I was almost wondering if, like, holy smokes, maybe the second half he's really going to start to take off. And, you know, I think with him, it's he's been very consistent most of the year okay. um, in regards to his production. I think, you know, there's still some areas of his game, um, you know, his a little bit of his defensive structure, being a little bit harder on pucks that – he needs to improve like like you know every player's got their areas that they need to improve and that's that's certainly his but overall for a player moving across the world when they're 17 and um who's highly touted and what he's been able to do with our group this year i've been i've been very happy with with him and you know he's such a being fluent in english has helped so much too because he becomes a part of your group so much easier and yeah. you know he brings such a good positive attitude to the rink every day i can't i can't say enough good things about him and then you got another 17 year old who's leading your team in, in points got 56 and 51 games and gavin Hodnett obviously was a first round selection of yours a few years ago and so you know he's really living up to it but i like the is a hard league and i think sometimes people under you're a 17 year old you're averaging you know, you're leading your team in scoring like it's not like you're playing with some elite you know 18 and 19 year old guys and they're kind of carrying you a little bit like he's He's had a really good season for you, Kurt. And I know he's, you know, he's a little bit smaller on that size. So, you know, people wonder like, where's he going to get drafted or not? But, you know, he'll have to grow there. But, you know, you just look at the type of player he's and his offensive instincts. They're pretty impressive. Yeah. His IQ is really good. And, you know, yeah, his size is a size, but his hockey sense is, you know, already at the next level. Um, being, being the size that he is, it's, you know, whether he gets drafted late this year or has a big year next year and someone takes him next year, I I think it's inevitable at some point that he's going to get there and get to the pro level. Um, but, yeah, you're right. Like He led our team in scoring last year at 16, and, you know, he didn't have any, you know, very limited um, secondary offense to play with. And, you know, this year now he's he's got a little bit more, obviously, with some of these guys we've brought in this year. He's he's surrounded by some guys that certainly can – can help on the offensive front, but not to take away the the year that he's had. He's been he's been consistent from the start of the year as well. And I actually think his last ten have been the best hockey he's played this season too. So he's he's certainly finishing on a on a really good note as well. And uh, you know, any team that's going to go forward, you, you got to have goaltending. Uh, where, where do you what do you think about your goaltending moving forward into next season? Yeah, it's again one of those areas of of evaluation. You know, Colby's had a couple. Colby Hayes had a couple good games here as of late. Um, he's kind of been up and down throughout the year, but uh, you know when he's been on, he's played really well. And um, you know, with Hudson, he's he's a young goaltender, 16. We decided to bring him in after Christmas, and 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 similar. You know, he's 
played under 10 games in the league, so there's been some tough nights for him and just getting used to the league, but uh, was able to get a couple wins last week and starting to look a lot more mature in there, starting to figure out the pace. So really like uh, where he's trending. And then um, last year we selected uh, Parker Snell in the second round, and he's having a great year at NAX. So, uh, you know, really like the the prospects that we have in that uh, that are coming up through the organization right now. And, uh, Kurt, are you a big Ghostbusters fan? I watched a lot as a kid, for sure. <laughs> well, uh, a big night, uh, of course, uh, on Saturday night, uh, Ghostbusters night. Uh, I know the organization uh, always does very well. And, you know, think about, um, like, your fan base this season, a team that only won four home games last year. They led the WHL in attendance. And I think you guys are training to lead the WHL in attendance here. You had, like, 47,000 fans the last four games. Like, what do you, what do you say to your fans and why they bought into your team this year? Yeah, you know, you know what? The the local support here in Edmonton is amazing, and there's such a passion for junior hockey. Um, you know, can't can't thank them enough for, for supporting our group through a couple down years here. Uh, obviously, we we had a role in there for four years, and COVID kind of kind of buggered a few of them up, but we were able to get the championship. But I think we're we're trending in the right direction here, and the fan support certainly helps our group up. And and uh, can't can't say enough about Kevin Radomski and his team too, and all that uh, the OEG staff are doing here. It's uh, pretty amazing um the work that they're putting in and uh, the support we're getting just from the city um right across and and obviously like shore park st albert we're getting support from everybody so can't say enough about the fans well kurt uh, enjoy the final 10 games of the season always good to catch up with you appreciate your time yeah thanks jason have a good one